0: Welcome to Life With Me Podcast. I'm your host, Morilyn. And I'm Emily. If you're new here, you can expect honest and intriguing conversations.
1: It's like chatting with your best friend, P.S. No Filter. Welcome to the podcast. This week, we're talking about how to know if they're the one. So we have Kyle with us. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, sure. So I've been married to Moreland for about a year now, and I work as a data engineer, but I also have a photography business on the side where I help support
0: businesses.
1: Oh, that's great. It's great to have you with us. So a quick snapshot. How did you guys meet? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> we met through a friend yeah so mm-hmm. we have a mutual friend and i reached out to her i'm like hmm, i think there's someone that you know i may like and i was so nervous and she was like oh i think i have someone that definitely would really care about you and whatnot mm-hmm. um and yeah she just kind of set up the whole thing shout out to peter k <laughs> she set up the whole thing and since so since 2017 right so yeah. it's been about nearly three years now since yeah. we've been together mm-hmm.
1: Mm. So when you were looking for a partner, did you have certain characteristics that you were working, like that you were looking for? Like I've heard of the Frozen Five, which is like five characteristics that you won't change, um, like they're your non-negotiables. Mm. Yeah. So did you have those?
2: Yeah. So um, my first one was that they had to be different from me. So in terms of mindset, mentality, and whatnot, just because. I have a few people around me and they are all essentially the same in terms of how they think and how they act and whatnot, which is absolutely fine, but I wanna grow as an individual. And so I thought, you know, to find Marilyn, she has to be different. She has to bring different interests and everything to my life as well. And I would bring my differences to her as well. And it's through those differences that I'll be able to kind of be growing with her to a different level in our relationship. The second one was also in terms of just personal care, and it sounds a bit shallow maybe, but in terms of like, just, you know, nails, teeth, stuff like that, all of these things are so important nowadays. And Mm. I try my part to take care of myself and I think I do a good part, a good job on that. (laughs) I hope you say yes to that (laughs) (laughs) But Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure that obviously we were on the same page in that front as well yeah
1: mm. and what about your morals and beliefs how did you well you didn't what were even you looking ask for? me I didn't get i was to... gonna ask you in a,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 10 in a minute <laughs> okay not my ten. yeah freaking
2: out go on in terms of morals and beliefs yeah um definitely yeah to have the same morals to have similar beliefs to me definitely I agree on that um just because a lot of people can actually just fall out and there's a lot of friction that can be caused just from having a slight difference in morals mm. it may be something is small as like what kind of foods do you prefer some people may be vegans or vegetarians and some people may not be and then when you go on dates it's not going to be nice when the person in front of you is a vegan yeah. and you're eating a rack of ribs
1: no definitely <laughs> definitely but how do you um like find out that
2: that is from just conversation talking yeah. to them but not asking um the wrong questions, asking the right questions and kind of Mm -hmm. going with the approach of, I want to get to know this person to see whether I can start, you know, dating them, having a relationship with them, having fun and everything like that. It's kind of like doing the groundwork before you get too emotionally involved.
1: So and what were the questions that you asked to find out your Frozen Five, whether they matched with Kyle? Well, do
0: you know, believe it or not, I had this thing where, you know, a lot of the times you can see a guy, they look nice, they smell mm-hmm. nice. Uh, but the first thing I looked at Kyle when we met, I looked at his nails. Mm. I looked at his nails to see if if his nails were nicely cut and was and if they were clean and his nails were very clean and I thought that was a very good impression because he looks nice already. Yeah, um,
1: that's such a good one as well because yeah. it's something that not
0: everyone would think to look for. Exactly, and for me, another one was the height. I needed a guy that was taller than me. I don't care who you are, <laughs> if you're rich, you poor. Yeah. I needed you to be taller than me, and and I think let me let me dive in deep in that with that one um for me the reason why I wanted someone is because for a long time I didn't feel feminine enough I didn't feel mm. womanly enough and you know I just kind of wanted that that warm hug from a man and you yeah. know that they would protect you and they would make you feel at home and at peace mm. and I'm not saying a short guy I can't give that to you shout out to the guy from love is blind <laughs> but <laughs>
1: So that's not shallow though That's actually making you feel secure Yeah, Mm.
0: I kind of wanted that, you know Um, Mm. And I think one of My other one was I needed him to be non-fussy And very easygoing Because... To be honest, I'm from a culture where men can be very demanding. Like yeah. I've heard men saying, I want fresh food every single day. And I the woman needs to be in the house and doing so on and so forth. And I just wanted a very easygoing guy that, mm. you know, respects me. Just accept me for who I am. And, you know, if you can't, you know, sometimes I I can't do certain things. I can't cook. I can't do this. And my husband would be like, hey, it's fine. I've got this, you know. I needed that. Yeah. That easygoing guy. He's not asking for too much. I wanted yeah. that, you know. To so have that understanding for each other. Yeah, because some men can be
1: so demanding. It's ridiculous. But Um, how did you work out that he had that understanding for you?
0: um, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm -hmm. So, good question, by the way. We, we, every time we would go on a date, I just had this thing where I felt like I needed to wear full face makeup, my weave, my mm. lashes, my brows on fleek and everything, <laughs> I thought I had to come ready. As many girls do. Exactly, into normality, you know, I thought I had to look really nice, glammed up and whatnot. And I remember we went on a date, I think we went to the museum and like in London and whatnot, mm-hmm. and he said to me, hey, um, I know, I, you know, I like the makeup and all, but I really like you natural. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, like, honestly, just, you know, you can do your eyebrows and anything, but like, I really like you natural. I I like you when you're comfortable and you're wearing trainers, you're wearing your coat and you're warm, those things means a lot to me. I like you feeling Mm -hmm. comfortable within yourself. And I was so astonished because when I worked in a company, um, I remember I used to get lots of male attention and people always used to clap for me because I looked nice and I was overly dressed and I was mm. o- overly put on. And this was the first time that someone celebrated my natural beauty.
1: Yeah, so Kyle, what was your purpose between behind saying that to Morelyn? Yeah,
0: well, what did you want? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the reasoning behind that was if I'm on a date with Marilyn and I want to get to know her and to have a lovely relationship with her, then obviously I want her to be in the right headspace as well. I don't mm. want her to just be focusing on the makeup that she spent hours putting on and everything. I don't want her to be focusing on, oh, she can only stand in these angles. Because
0: <laughs> You're good.
2: These angles are the angles that he will always see me my best life. <laughs> this is my side, he stays on this side. <laughs>
1: So oh. it was mindset, like you were looking for someone with the same mindset as well.
2: Yeah, I wanted her to be able to relax fully, I wanted her to be comfortable, I wanted mm-hmm. her to enjoy the date as much as I was going to enjoy the date as well.
1: But even saying that, like, that's how I can tell that you're the one for her, yeah. because you're wanting the best for her. You know, mm-hmm. you're saying you want the best for Marilyn like, you want her to be comfortable... And like, you want her to be yourself. And you're looking at it as if this could be my future wife. So let me set up, set her up for the best mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know that's, that's
0: what really he, admirable. That's what he actually said. He's like, mm-hmm. when I see you natural, I'm picturing you being at home with me, married, and you being my wife. Oh, wow. Whereas if you're always glammed up, it's more like a girlfriend. Because a girlfriend you don't really technically live with all the yeah. time. And it's like, you're always going off on a date with them. And they're always are on, you know, camera Mm. actual on. Mm. But when you're natural, you got your natural hair or just natural looking face. Mm. I can picture being at home with you, waking up next to you in the morning. And I thought that was very, very intriguing yeah good on you you're smooth in it thank you i try. <laughs> so what's next on your frozen five list um same faith as me you know mm-hmm. i wanted someone who was a christian mm-hmm. and not just a christian who goes to church and whatnot but just really had some strong moral beliefs and mm-hmm. um he's a gentleman and whatnot and at the same time you know he allows me to express myself but definitely faith faith based someone we have the same faith you know Yeah, because yeah. that can affect relationships sometimes you know
1: no definitely like having these differences but also like something that can affect them is people's responses to yeah. things you say so how did you work out like people's response did you see like the response to it Let me reword this question. Yeah, did you see him like how he responded to your feelings and stuff, and did that make you like him more, or like how did that work?
0: Oh, (laughs) that's. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, dating him I was going through a lot of PMS. <laughs> <And> guys, <laughs> I used to cry over the silliest things ever. Yeah. Um and he he didn't belittle those feelings, mm. like, oh come on, just woman up. You know, he yeah. wasn't like that. It's like, oh, don't worry, I've got you. And you know, if I if I didn't like if I felt insecure about something, he saw it as something that was still important to you. Yeah. How can I best support you? I'll give you a perfect example it's like I'm doing a PR right now for Kyle but <laughs> I give you an example I wasn't feeling happy in like my clothing and like I, I kind of wanted to look more fashionable and mm. I was feeling very insecure that I looked frumpy and whatnot and I remember him saying okay let's sit down let's find out what what are your styles you know he's like you can add belts you can add jewellery <laughs> to your outfit. you know maybe we can put money aside and you can go shopping and you can you know mm. see what would suit you so all those things he didn't belittle feelings that most people would discard yeah. if if it mattered to me, it mattered to him, you know? Yeah. So that was really
2: lovely. I think the key thing to take from this is when going into the relationship, I wanted it to be a relationship where I could enable Moreland to be the best that she could be and mm. not to disable her from being the best that she could be.
1: <laughs> how did you work out though that your mindsets match, like success mindsets say, like that match and your growth mindset? How did you make sure they match together?
0: That, good question, Emily. That's a very good question. <laughs> CNN, please. <laughs> Hi, Emily. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the house.
2: I would say it's just from it was from the beginning of the relationship when we actually got to say okay, cool, this is we actually want to look to get married eventually from this. It wasn't like, oh, we're just looking to date. We had the long game in mind and because of that, we just kind of started seeing, okay, cool, because she's focusing on the long term because I'm focusing on the long term like that's how you can kind of get to know the mindset and you, also get to know a mm. bit more as time goes on, like when you get to talk to them when you go on dates and whatnot. So you
1: both had the marriage mindset basically. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a question actually. How do you tell the difference between the marriage mindset that the person's so focused on, I need to get married, I'll marry any I'll marry okay. anyone versus I want to marry the one. Yeah. Like how do you differentiate between them?
0: I'll give you an example actually. Um <clears throat> I liked how everything was done with permission. For example, when we, when we first met, we went off on a blind date And he asked me, hey, do you want to continue talking And see how where this goes And I was like, yeah, fine So there was always that permission, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, I'm going to marry you now And you're the one for me And yada, yada, yada I just want to get married now oh. There was always that permission Like, hey, yeah. um I'm thinking, you know, I really see you being the one for me and taking this yeah. further. Do you feel the same way? So do you, do you see what I mean? You're yeah. constantly questioning, if you're mm. on the same page, right? You're mm. not just assuming and like just trying to hit a goal. So I think that's definitely how we could yeah. we could gauge. So
1: how long, Kyle, did you sort of scope Moraline out before you realised <laughs> that she was the one?
0: I would say about
2: three months and it sounds short, but I went through... Sounds short very long (laughs) some people say that's short like that is
1: short i i heard only 33 percent of people have the long-term conversation within a year within a year so you guys that's definitely short
0: (laughs) (laughs) i should be married by then but oh man
2: (laughs) (laughs) but no um i said after about three months and Mm -hmm. main reason why it was three months was because i went through a personal issue in my life and it made things quite difficult for me. But then, obviously, Marilyn was here, and she wanted to stay through the entire situation with me, even though, like, it was fully up to her to decide. You know what? Maybe now is not the right time. Maybe it's time that we take a break or something. Like, she was completely. She I. Literally gave her the freedom to do that, but she wanted to stick through with that. And because she wanted to stick through with that, I got to see, okay, cool, through the difficult times and through the good times, she's actually there and she's consistent. And also going through that personal problem, that also helped for a lot of the noise to be closed off from around Mm us because when you start a relationship people always want to know what's up in your business they want to kind of give you advice but they don't want to contribute yeah and then it's just kind of like well when you go through a difficult time or something then you kind of learn it's just you and the other person mm. and not to say that you can never learn otherwise like you can learn without ever having problems but
0: it works as a catalyst for me so, so you
1: Maureen, do you think that got that bonded you guys quicker
0: a lot, but mm. you know, mm. I little my heart say, Hey. <laughs> I I knew from day one, from the moment I met yeah. him. I think maybe because I had dated before as well. You know when mm. you've dated a lot, you've seen mm. you've seen guys you already know like yeah. <laughs> player, you're gonna waste my time. So I already saw that with so many other men. Mm. And with this one I knew from day one he was gonna be my husband. The day I met him, he was taller than me. He was respectful. I mm. was like, yep, that's my husband. <laughs> the thing, it doesn't mean that I it doesn't mean that I had butterflies. I didn't, but in terms of using my mind, yeah. I was like, with what we just spoke about, we had a one hour conversation and whatnot. Mm. And the way we met, it wasn't mm. me trying to force anything to happen. It was our friends that hooked us up to get to get together. Yeah. Yeah. That. I knew he was the one for me anyways. It was so naturally done.
1: And let's talk about that as well. Like, what about people chasing butterflies? What do you think about that?
0: American movies, man. Y'all need to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So, honestly, I think... I'm a movie watcher and a lot of the movies you've watched, you've seen, oh my goodness, you know, we went off on a day you had There's butterflies inside and you think it's going to happen like that, but it actually didn't happen like that. For us, we simply on the same page. We had the same morals and mm. the same values. And that's what I evaluated our relationship. Mm. That's, that was my gauge. That was my funnel to look through because a lot, a lot of the relationships I had had in the past that didn't last, it always started with butterflies. So surely this time around, if it starts with butterflies, he is not the one. So the fact that it didn't and it was my mind that was leading, Mm. it was us asking super interesting, intriguing conversations, you know, instead of, Oh, you got a big bum or you got, do you know what I mean? Or yeah. you're so beautiful. It wasn't that. It was like, hey, tell me, tell me a little bit more about your goals and how, how, how are you? You know, how's your family? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Good so do you think that's
1: one of the keys to a long lasting marriage and long lasting relationship?
0: Yeah. Cut the crap and talk about the real ish. Yeah. <laughs> Gangster moralist. <laughs> South moralist.
1: <laughs> so how did you guys, how did you um how have you found each other's love languages and like how have you learned to respond to each other in like your love languages and like your apology languages
2: it's a learning process especially towards the beginning it was just a matter of you know you kind of learn as you go along you make Mm -hmm. a mistake but then you have to look at it and learn from then on i've learned in terms of love languages what morelin actually likes and what she doesn't like and what she prefers and also her apology language and I would like to think she knows the same for me, which
0: Why <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that? Of course I do. I know you
2: do, I'm just joking.
0: Um me as well, you asked yeah. me as well. Um so how to know
1: yeah, like how did you find each other's love languages and like
0: yeah. and apology
1: languages as well?
0: I think as time go along as well, you find you find out what works and what yeah. doesn't. First of all, mm. read the book, um, the five love languages, and there's also the the love language of apology. So definitely read that. Mm. So we read that and we did like the quiz and whatnot, mm. and we we were able to find out our love languages and test those things out. And when I tested, particularly when you're married, when you're able to fully test yeah <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you able to see oh. Actually, this yield results. So let me do more of these things because he's go- it's going to make him happy. And first, so mm. for example, like, even in marriage, like, okay, this is cow's love language. I did something and he's really happy. Next time when I'm like, babe, I want to go shopping. Can you give me some money? It's like, yeah, you can have whatever <laughs> you want. I'm going to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of apology... Um, something I did notice was if he did something to me I didn't like, mm. he, he thought just saying I'm sorry is a, is a heartfelt apology. Yeah. Whereas for me, a heartfelt apology is, hey, I'm sorry I did this. This was my be- my disgusting behavior. <clears throat> And I know I hurt you In this way And because of that These are the things I'm putting in place To not hurt you anymore yeah. like I need strategies Are you going to come up With, a, with an apology? So no should So <laughs> should we... <laughs> I need you to tell me What you did And why you ain't Going to do it again How about that? So That yeah. I liked And then he mm. changed that So now he doesn't Simply apologize He gives me the reason And he puts something In place on how He can change that For yeah. him it's like He wants an apology And I'm going to give him An apology And a kiss
1: No, that's great, that's great. So from both of you, I'm hearing that it's very much about making the other person happy and that willingness to um, not put yourself first, to put the other person first and when both of you are equal in that as well, that's what I'm hearing from both of you. What do you guys
0: think? Oh, so true. Yeah, Yeah. So, do you want to go?
2: No, I agree. I fully Mm. agree with what Emily said.
0: Yeah, and I think also it's just that we're not trying to change each other, but support each other. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, do you agree? I I completely agree. Like,
0: if, if he saw something in me that he felt like could change. For example, my money habits were not great when we were dating. And he wasn't trying to force a change. He was saying, hey, baby, if you did this or so and so, it could really change your mindset in terms of money. Mm. Or, you know, Kyle, you know, if you changed if you become more emotionally intelligent in terms of how you are conversating in a crowd of people, it could really improve your social social skills. Yeah. So mm. every feedback we were giving to each other, it's led by the other person blossoming and it's not by us mm. shocking our ego.
2: Yeah, and what um, going off of what you said, a lot of people tend to think how do you know whether this is actually advice that they're giving to you on your behalf or Mm. whether it's on their behalf. So it's like, oh, I'm giving you this advice because I want you to buy me things or whether it's just for you to be better. Yeah. And Mm. what I found was when you gave me feedback on things, I would take it, internalize it, and also then I would say, okay, cool. I'm at work or something. Let me do a small experiment, not tell anyone, obviously, and just see what the results are. Yeah. And then from there, I just kind of upscaled the experiments as time went on and I just incorporated it into my own, mm. into myself like, into my life.
1: So it's about having the emotional intelligence basically, yeah. which would explain why most people meet their life partner the average for women is 25 and the average for men is 28. <laughs> so you guys are both ahead of the game. <laughs> um, considering as well, 70 to 80% of people have already met their spouse, they just know them by the time they're 16. So you guys didn't even know each other then. Yeah. So you're way ahead of the game. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you as a last question mm. um, what's the most important thing to look for when finding the one?
2: Oh, you go, Kyle. <laughs> Willingness, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether you have everything in common, you have the butterflies, you have everything and it's lining up. But if none of you are willing to change for the other person or to relinquish something that you would previously have thought, that's a part of me it's never gonna work. So some people are like, this person has to accept me for who I am, mm-hmm. why I am, like this and that, all my flaws, all my imperfections, they don't. They're dating you, they can choose to walk away. And so what you have to understand, even from dating, you're gonna be wrong sometimes mm-hmm. because it's not a matter of, it's not your way or the highway, it's both views.
0: And of course, these are things that you can't change. There are things you can't change and there are yeah. things that you yeah. can't change. So being ple- flexible around that, right? Yeah,
2: of course. So it's like, you can't change, for example, where you come from, what country you come from. Yeah. And if that's the case and they're like, you've got to change that. Well, I can't change that. How can mm. I do that? Tell mm-hmm. me if I can. Whereas, oh, this jumper that you're wearing doesn't suit you as much
0: as the other one. Like, you can change that easily. And it's just mm. and it's not what you say, it's how you say it as well. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, I think my major takeaway and you know my last my last word is sincerity i feel like a lot of people are so fake and people are not honest anymore people are liars they're they're cheaters they 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 don't show up front who they are and that's why it's so difficult for men and women right Mm. come correct when we came there were no hidden things oh I've got these secret addictions, but I'm not going to tell you I'm doing this. And then when we're in the relationship 10 years later, oh, by the way, I've been gambling all our life savings. Do you mm-hmm. see what I mean? There's so many liars. You know, you had a secret partner. Just just calm clean. You know, this is where I am in life. Um, you know, Kyle was even very when we started dating mm. you were in a job that you know it's not the best thing in the world at that time Yeah. but you were very honest with me that yeah. I'm not in the best place right now in my career as such but I know that I want to progress and I want to be better mm-hmm. and vice versa I was very open with you as well certain situations in my life <laughs> every situations in my life so lay out your cards yeah. in terms of of course scope scope if this is the right person mm-hmm. to be laying out your cards to but just be sincere and open and once that happens if someone tries to be like so and so is like this you won't believe them because no Mm. i actually know this person i Mm. we've laid out our cards and we can move on with one and then you're able to see and really show do i want to build this person knowing that i have all this information right now for example this might be disputable but if you want to tell people how many people you've been with you can if you want, mm. but just be honest and sincere. That's my lasting parting in words, guys. Well, that's great
1: advice and both of you. Honestly, it's been such a valuable conversation. As a single lady, I have a lot of takeaways <laughs> from this. <advice. laughs> um, and yeah, thank you, Kyle, for coming on the podcast been great to have you oh
2: thank you thank you
0: definitely ladies or gentlemen would you like cal to come back
1: let us know (laughs) yeah let us know and if you have anything that you want to chat to us about or if you enjoyed if you enjoyed this episode talk to us on instagram or twitter at life with me pod yay and as always have a great day a great week and And a a great great life life. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. bye